Justin and Friends. Hi, my name is David, and this is Justin and Friends. Justin and Friends. Justin and Friends. Hi, my name is Noah, and you're listening to Justin and Friends. Justin and Friends. Justin and Friends with some enthusiasm. Justin and Friends. Justin and Friends. Justin and Friends podcast. Hey, this is Daniel. And Amanda. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Justin, Justin and Friends. Friends. You have the extreme pleasure of listening to Justin and Friends. Justin and Friends. Hey, Justin. Hi, this is Taylor Tomlinson, and you're listening to the Justin and Friends podcast. Justin, Justin and Friends. And Friends. You're now tuned in to Justin Grimaldo. Oh, are we rolling? Oh, we are. Nice. Yeah. So, <clears throat> did you just get all Deadpool voice? <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and I don't know if I can say ladies and gentlemen anymore. You know, I'm going to do that again. You're so... F- <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I know. No, I'm kidding. Assume um, anyone's gender. That's, that's. I'm a horrible person for this. So, everyone, hello. Welcome to this latest episode of Justin and Friends. And uh, I want to apologize for the last episode. Because <laughs> I, I, I had a little bit of a, a, a moment for an hour. And it was uh, kind of interesting. Although a lot of you reached out and said some really amazing things. And people going through their own journeys, which is awesome. But I just want to say I appreciate you. And today is a special day. Because we have somebody in his office. Well, actually, <laughs> hey, we have me in his office. Um, no, I'm going to announce that Tex Kelly is going to be my co-host with, on Justin and Friends. Heck yeah. So it's Justin and Friend now. Justin and Friend. <laughs> with, so the, the photo is going to get updated because it look, I'm by myself on the couch. So we're going to update that and it's going to be fun. We should, but, we should just Photoshop me in there. <laughs> we should. <laughs> we're going to Photoshop Tex on that couch and that's what's going to happen. But I'm excited to have Tex on now because I've longed for a co-host that can um, pick up the slack um, during topics and stuff. And I'm yeah, sometimes yeah. just kind of trail off and you are going to be my anchor. Which trail is off like the mix, baby. Like the Knicks? Mix. Oh, I thought you said the Knicks. I was like, <laughs> no. this is not a sports show. No, this is not no. how this works. No, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so hi, Tex. Yeah. Hi, hey, guys. We're in, we're in my office right now. Or in Old Town, too. <laughs> That's why there's some ambulance uh, in the background. It's okay. Yeah. I don't know how loud it is for you guys. I'm not really... It, you can probably hear it. It's fine. It's pretty cool, though, yeah? This is just the we reality. Live, yeah, it's the reality of the life I live. <laughs> I live a very dangerous life out in these streets. <laughs> and it's pretty scary up here sometimes. You could hear like homeless people just Screaming. yelling and beating the crap out of yeah. each other and yeah, stuff. And, down. Oh, my gosh. I just think that could be me. It could be you. This could actually be, could be for you. As the yeah, ambulance, but. just ass whoopings waiting to happen. Exactly. There's a lot of wrong ass whoopings play, that happen. Wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But no, I'm, I'm excited to have you and that we're doing this because we've been doing a lot together so far mm-hmm. in the last, like, what, month? Oh, yeah. A yeah, lot of filming crazy. stuff, writing, and just joint forces. Shebang. The whole shebang. Except relationship. Except that, yeah, which we'll probably get into, because <laughs> yeah. we're still going to keep the same. Like it's just text jumping on as a co-host. We're still going to keep the same thing. We're going to be honest. We're going to be brutal. Yeah, um, I might have a little bit of a filter more now, but we'll see what happens. I'm not going to. No, I'm going to be terrible. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, um, I don't know what we're. Oh yeah, I'm this, super pumped about yeah, this. It's going to be fun. 
it's it's going to be exciting, and we're just going to keep repeating the same thing over and over again. Yeah, and we well, we just so here's the thing. Yeah, we just record we just recorded a video for uh, Manscaped on my on my uh, Tiki Talk, and it was really funny because they have a new beard trimmer coming out for the beard. Yeah, which is perfect because you would have thought Manscaped would have started with that, but they started with uh, ball hair trimmers <laughs> for the nether regions, and uh, so yeah, they sent me this and. I unfortunately can't grow a beard to save my life. <laughs> okay, it looks like somebody super glued pubic hair onto my face and it chin. Does it, and it does. It definitely and does. My uh, my friends have asked over the past couple weeks, more so, like a month since I knew they were sending this beard trimmer. Why haven't you shaved? Because it looks really. I mean, Joe Dirt is one thing, but. This is in, this is taking it up a notch, and I said I'm waiting so I could trim my beard on camera and show that the beard trimmer works. The caveat, this problem that we're we're coming across is it doesn't work on my face. <laughs> no, it does not. It doesn't. No, it's like trying to use it on a baby's bottom. Yeah, a newborn infant's bottom. They basically sent me uh, hair trimmers. That's what they sent like for for a head. This is a very specific hair trimmer. Yeah. Yeah. But so I'm, I was devastated. <laughs> and I, like, I wish we was just good because they send me, you know, the, the grooming kit for, for the downstairs. I'm like, you know, I have a couple of those. I'm just going to give that uh, to Justin. And it comes in a really cool package. And uh, well, now I have to give him the whole thing. <laughs> you don't have to. You get to. I get to. Uh, yeah, I get to. <laughs> With deep remorse. <laughs> <laughs> and you can feel it. It's really tangible and thick in the air right now. This yeah. remorse is floating around like a virus. It is. But we, uh, yeah, I can't wait for people to see that video. It was really fun. It took a lot of takes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an actor, so I break quite a bit. Mm. And it's just fun to do that in general. So it's just like, well, and then they're just staring directly into your eyes. It's so close. Yeah, and we were very, like five inches away from <clears throat> locking lips a little bit. Yeah, those camera yeah. angles, it, they... It's kind of wild how close you have to be and then how different it looks on a camera. Yep. You know? Yeah, 100%. But uh, we're not sponsored by Manscaped. This podcast is. No, not Tex not is yet. like individually yeah. sponsored by yeah. Manscaped. But this episode is sponsored by Gold Rush. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Gold Rush <laughs> Coffee. Gold Rush Coffee. Coffee. They're not aware that they are sponsoring this podcast, but I'm wearing their hoodie. Yeah. And we're going to be working with them. Yep. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, Tashina, hi, you listen to this, I forgot. So <laughs> Well if we don't if we don't end up working with them, we, we will still love them. Because I will I will write a hefty one star review. <laughs> Especially on Yelp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um oh what else oh, what was I gonna say earlier? I forgot. Anyway, yeah, sponsored by Gold Rush. That was fun. Um How's your heart? Yes, we're going to do something called oh, yeah. at the beginning of every episode before we get into whatever we're going to get into because we kind of have a decent outline of what we're going to talk about. <clears> but <throat> we're going to check in with each other. Mm-hmm. And I, I will be honest and Tex will be as honest as he can be because I, I have nothing to lose, but he has everything to lose. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> so I will be the most honest one. I'm just kidding. I could get sued. <laughs> <laughs> you can get sued for things. <laughs> yeah. So Tex... How is your heart? My heart today is a little bit better. I got to good the, over the past month has been really really rough. Yeah, uh, between getting broken up with mm-hmm. my dad's birthday on oh, and not just getting broken up with, I got broken up with on Christmas, and yeah. that was a toughie, dude. That story is. I don't know if you want to get into that, but like that story broke my heart. I will wait until wait. Okay, me and her are. Uh, 
I mean, until it, it's been a while okay. and it's not too, too fresh because I, you know, I love this woman and all that stuff. And I'm still in, you know, her life from a distance and the kid's life from a distance. But yeah, um, yeah I went, took them to ice cream the other day. Was that good? Uh, it was good. Dude, yeah. it was great. Yeah. I had a snickerdoodle cookie. Uh, oh, you son of a bitch. Uh, buttercup ice cream. Was it good? Yeah, it was so good. I devoured it so quickly. Yeah. Uh, you would have thought I was starving. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it, that was really, really rough. And the following couple weeks were really, really rough. Mm. My dad's birthday also happens to be on January 4th. Mm. And my one of my best friends from high school, he uh, took his life three years ago on January 7th. Oh, so geez. it was just a whirlwind of crazy, crazy emotions. Yeah. And, you know, breaking up and, and grief and all that stuff. And then grief with that and finding a new place to live. Yeah. And, you know, having to explain to my coworkers, like, what is going on and then yeah so it was just it was just rough and but you know things are a lot better mm-hmm. right now <laughs> right in this current moment <clears throat> last night was tough <laughs> the night before that not so tough it's really it's like hit or miss and uh but i got to hang out with um i went for a walk with a friend she got a new dog last night mm-hmm. uh, they don't know the name of the dog yet it's a puppy Newf- newfoundland looks so cool uh blue eyes like kind of black and white. And it reminds me of a dog that my dad had. It was mm. an Australian shepherd named Chaz. Aww. And so, so adorable. Well, this dog like instantly loved me. Uh, this big, big puppy too. Two months old, it's like 30 pounds. Oh, geez. Yeah. Holy crap. Uh, and it wanted me to carry it most of, most of the time. And we were in Sequoia Park too. So it's going down the hill and up the hill. You love that park. I love that park. Yeah, every time we get together, it's just it's like... Sequoia. It's always Sequoia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. My, I told my mom I'm walking more and she's like, Oh, great. He's walking more. (laughs) But some of my best content comes from the ideas that I get while walking. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. My heart is doing okay. It's okay. It's a lot better today. That's good. That's super good. Yeah. What about your heart? Oh, God. Uh, it's, it's good today. Um, I stayed up way late last night talking on the phone to, um, a uh, like interest that I'm very fond of. Yeah. I, I told her I was going to talk about it. So <clears throat> nice. I, I, yeah, I shouldn't specifically say yes or anything, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm not going to drop any names. She's um, real, right? Oh, she's 100% <laughs> real. Kidding. Yeah, I blew her up last night. Um, she's currently in my closet. Nice. Uh, so I <laughs> just got her. So, no, that was, it was really amazing. Like, I mean, because I, I mean, I've talked about like the panic attack stuff already so everybody knows that that's listening to this podcast so i'm still like doing the repercussions of like the anxiety afterwards mm-hmm. like the health anxiety stuff where it's like every little muscle that tenses like that's why i go hard at the gym now because i'm like i'm gonna force myself through this feeling yeah. because it's a lie yeah. it's not real and so like that's been interesting it's been like an up and down thing but like just today i'm exhausted um because four hours of sleep, and then I guess we had an earthquake or something like that. Yeah. But, um, so I, yeah, so I, I stayed up late talking to this woman that I'm a very, very <laughs> big fan of, and that was great. Probably should have went to bed earlier, but it's just like it's one of those things where it's just so easy. Oh yeah, and yep. that's super rare to come by, mm-hmm. and it's not something that I just want to let go of, and I want to pursue with it hardcore, which she knows, dude. Heck yeah. And so that's been amazing because I haven't felt like that in a while with somebody. Where it's like, 
you could just that stupid thing of you stay up for hours talking in the yeah. phone. You like talk on FaceTime for, I think we did five. No, we did like six hours and <laughs> something like that. But I love that. Yeah. Like even if nothing comes of it, it's still like I've gained somebody that I really want in my corner um, for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. And that's been super exciting. Like my heart's been just so stoked about that because it's like it's it's hard to find genuine people like that. Oh, gosh, Except dang. for like you. Like, yeah. But Unfortunately, I, yeah. I'm not. You're not a woman. You're not. <laughs> no, not yet. Yeah, but not yet, uh, yeah, not yet. But another heartbreak. I might <laughs> oh have that mental breakdown. And another just mental breakdown. <laughs> no, but that's been good. Um, I've just been really trying to make mental health a number one thing mm-hmm. because I mean I've never cared about that before until the last four months. And so, like, hanging out with you has been great because it's yeah. just, like, a lot more joys coming into my life. And that's been a lot of fun for me is just doing, like, the projects with you. That's been, like, like totally feeding my soul as well. And so that's been great. Um, and same. Yeah. Selfishly, too. Like, yeah. Like, it's it's been, yeah, it's been really, really cool. And, like, something where I'm like, how did we not? I mean, we did that podcast the episode yeah. in 2021. Yeah. And... Like we've stayed in contact and all that stuff, and then when I came back up here, a lot more. But not until really recently, of the past few months, mm-hmm. have we like really like started hanging out a lot. Yeah, and that blows my mind. Yeah, I th- I always come down to it's it's a timing thing. Mm-hmm. There's seasons for things, and it's just like this season right now because it like cops everywhere. Um, <laughs> it just feels like a transformational season, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like a really fast car speeding right now. Okay. Yeah, and wow. that's kind of like what I felt is like this whole season right now is just a transforming, like just transit or transitioning season yeah. Yeah. Uh, for both of us, like creatively and stuff. And so that's been good because I think that's what we vibe off of each other is like we both know, like for those that don't know, we both want to get out of here. Yeah. Like I love Humboldt and everything. And it's just uh, there's a lot more opportunity in L- L.A. and stuff for what we both want to do. Yeah, and so I think sure. that's what we kind of got along with is like, OK, we both want to do this. Let's just build what we can here for a while. Be smart, save up money, and then we can just float when we get down exactly. there and stuff. So Go down there, yeah. figure out what we'll, I mean, last time I was down there, I was, <clears throat> call it luck, but I, Dad always said, like, you can control two things, attitude and effort, so, and I always give a maximum in either one of those. Yeah. And um, when I was down there, I got really lucky, and I got to meet some really cool people, and and it was just wild, and, uh, and get some work, and I'm like, okay, this is the traction that I need and the momentum and just to be me throughout this, this time period uh, down there is really important. And mm-hmm. then losing pops, I kind of like really stuck to that. So when I go back down there, it's, it's the same game plan and then all that. And uh, yeah. actually, I mean, even a lot has happened over the past year and getting an agent and really yeah. prepping. So I feel like I'm right where I need to be. And then exactly what you just said, that transition of, the next eight to nine months, mm-hmm. possibly shorter. We don't, we, we don't know, but like we're spending some time up here to, to progress ourselves financially and do more content. Yeah. Um, just a more responsible approach to that. And I don't feel any pressure to, to yeah. like go down there right now or anything. It's, it's a, it's a huge desire to, but um, it feels good knowing that I have you to work with mm. and that we have, like Ryan and Brady who are down to help yeah. and some friends who are really down to be a Matt, part of. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's pretty, it's really, really cool. Like I've, I've always had a hard time asking for help mm-hmm. and that's 
it's pretty awesome to be able to, hey, like, hey, can you voice over this? Hey, can you, do you want to come help us out with a video? Yeah. And then be down. Even if we, like, even if we can't afford to pay them like a crazy amount of money, they just want to hang out with us. And yeah. then you realize they're actually kind of in the same boat and they just want to hang out with people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that's just, I mean, kind of like what we were talking about with like Matt and um, the guys is just like finding your tribe. Mm-hmm. It's, and especially in Humboldt, it's very hard sometimes because like, there's so many dominant personalities and there's so many people that like want to do creative things, but they don't want to like go outside of their network at all whatsoever, which yeah. is like two or three people, which great, whatever. But it's like, it takes a village. Yeah. And it's like, if you can connect with like-minded people in this small ass place and just like build a network and build a team that you can trust, like these guys are freaking so much fun to work with. It's like, that will help be in this place. Cause yeah. like we were all talking about being lonely and all that stuff, like being <laughs> yeah. single dudes and being lonely yeah. up here. It's like, if you have a family and stuff up here, it's great. But when you're a single dude, it's just like, and you don't know how to say to other dudes like, Hey, I would really much so like a connection with you. Yeah. But those guys were really good about being like, dude, I'm fucking lonely. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then now we're just doing stuff together. It's like out of loneliness, yeah, comes, out of the ashes. Yes. <laughs> it comes, like, comes this beautiful. Let beauty come out <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't sue us. Uh, um, but yeah, so that's, that's cool. But, um, Yeah. Or it's a, a remarkable thing to yeah. be able to connect over that and and really realize like what like I said when we were there mm-hmm. and you were talking to Brady yeah. and Matt was talking to Ryan yeah and I'm just looking at this like I was Steve Carell in the office <laughs> like this is my I've done it like yep you know, <laughs> I've done it my evil it's plan my worked like, <laughs> <laughs> like it felt so cool it felt like a team and and I mean. To be honest, like it, it was hard for me to work with anybody else over the past year because I felt like it would disrespect, I don't know, or just take away from what Dad and I had did together. Yeah, you know. So I went kind of solo and just did my own stuff for a while, and now it's, you know, I keep going back to like the best way to grow and to to really feel fulfilled is to be making those memories with other people that's what made mine and dad's channel so special and that experience so special is but yeah is with another person right so yeah no it's it's super super cool and and to know that they have that same mindset and they want to create and tell stories and and all that and it's it's just special mm-hmm. yeah it's it, so like when you started creating this is turning into an interview now but when you started like creating with <laughs> other people like did a part of you kind of feel like for lack of a better way to put it, did part of you feel like you were cheating on your dad a little bit? Like when you started working with other people, like were you sad being like, yeah. I don't want to get attached to these people because. Yeah. Yeah. I might lose them. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh shit. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I was wondering like if that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went to therapy for this. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. <laughs> but not for your situation. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, because that's like, that's how I get too, is like, um, it's just, I, I've held off getting close to people because of that same reason. Like, 
it, opening up your heart again and then just the fear of, oh, what if this person is not here tomorrow? And I just opened up this whole... Yeah. Like, I, and I even thought that with you. is just like, oh, we get close and everything, but like, what if something happens? Like, God forbid, like... I just invested it, like, and not invested, invested, but like, <laughs> yeah. I, we built yeah, this connection, yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden, it's just like severed. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the hell? Because yeah, like, yeah, it, it's it sucks being open like that and being vulnerable mm-hmm. like that, but like, that's what we were built to be like is to be in community with each other, and it's just like, mm-hmm. I've really had to face the thing of, yeah, if that doesn't happen. Or if that happens, if somebody's not here tomorrow, it's like, I want to make sure that the moments that we do have together, I'm so present for. Yeah. So I, I have that. I have that thing of, like, we built that moment together. We did this life well together, and we built this connection well, because there's, like, you know, looking back with my dad, it's like, I, I hate doing it, but it's like, I'll look back, and I I think, like, I wish I would have done certain things a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have had a little bit more grace for him in certain areas, even though we were super freaking close. It was just like, I wish like when he called me every single day that I picked up every single day. Yeah. I didn't have the value for it at the time of like, oh, my dad's calling me right now. And like, oh, fuck. Um, I got annoyed when he'd call me because I'm like, because I wasn't used to that kind of yeah. I wasn't used to like getting sought after like that every day. But he was just, he'd call me like leave messages and be like, I still have one I've, I've never deleted, but he like, called me like several times and leave, would leave messages and be like, hey, mijo, just wanted to say I love you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm, man. Like, I'm like, but it's like, like I, I had to forgive myself for that because it's like, I, I was, I don't know. I just didn't have the value for like a, that at the yeah. time. And now I do. And like, that sucks knowing it now, but with the time that we did spend together, like we did a lot of amazing things. We played music together. Like he led worship at churches and stuff. And I got to go down and play mm-hmm. music with him. We had music and all that stuff. And what was amazing about him is like, he's always, he was always my biggest fan and everything that I did. Like I'd get a call and like, are you famous yet? Yeah. No. Holy shit. Dude. Not Same. Yet. Wow. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like not yet. And he's like, I can't wait to see you on the silver screen. I'm like, I don't even want to be on the silver screen. I just want to be behind it. Like filming things. <laughs> Because we used to, like, just to, like, yeah, go down this is, like, there's this band called uh, Los Lonely Boys. They wrote this song called Heaven, like, How Far Is Heaven or whatever. But they have this song called Hollywood that my dad and I used to listen to together all the time. Like, he had this, like, stupid Mexican-looking Camaro that he, like, put these massive subs in and stuff. And we get in the car and drive around Eureka when we lived here back in the day. And he played this song, Hollywood, and it talks about, like, someday you'll see me on that silver screen in Hollywood and then I'll be something. It's this whole story about these brothers that are now famous and um, a famous band and stuff. But my dad would like pause it and tell me like, that's going to be you like at a young age. I'm like, I, that's not something that I, I want though. And I was like, I'd love to be behind it. But he's like, no, it's he's like, it's okay to be in the spotlight sometimes. And he's like, he would always talk about like, you have all these skills and these talents and stuff like that. And he's like, we're not good about pushing you to go take risks or anything, mm-hmm. but he would always tell me, he's like, you're fully capable 100% of being this thing. And I'm like, <laughs> funny. And then like, and this is the shitty part, like years later after that, I'm doing like a lot of really cool things mm-hmm. and that's coming into fruition now and not being able to call him and like tell him like, hey, this is, I'm just at the I'm beginning stages it. of it. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, I'm doing the thing. Like, 
it sucks. So like, I'll play like that voicemail on my phone because he just says like, Hey, mijo, I love you. And I like, sometimes we'll talk to that thing yeah, and just be like, Hey, this is what I'm doing now and stuff. And like, I even journal to him and stuff like, cause I like, I can't journal at myself. I can't be like, Hey me, it's yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> like like I I write him letters in a journal. Like it's like, Hey dad. So today I did this and this and this and this. I got to film this video. I got to do this. And it's like really just therapeutic doing that. Um, but yeah. And, and you've never really talked about this stuff before. Mm-hmm. Nope. Well, that's the that's the thing is like I'm trying to be better about being open with this kind yeah. of thing. It's just hard because there's so much like because even at I mean when we're gonna get into that is like even at his funeral like um I I didn't I didn't respond at all to it because it was like how can you reduce this person that I loved so much into ashes that are put inside of a box yeah. placed on a table yeah. Like, how do you, how does that compute? Like, I, I still, like, I talked to my therapist, therapist about it. I still haven't, like, grieved it because I don't know how. Yeah. And so, like, the day of the funeral or whatever, um, like, the sound person was fucking everything up and, like, screwing everything up. And so I just go upstairs. I'm like, okay, listen, this is my dad. I don't want you to fuck this up. And so I, like, told him to get out of, the, like, the sound booth and stuff. And I did everything. And my family's, like, looking up at me, like, what are you doing? But that's how I knew how to process. Yeah. yeah. But, now looking back on that it's like that wasn't healthy at all to like just ignore my feelings because my, my I mean my uncles were there my nieces and aunts and stuff were there and like well one of them was um, but I should have stayed down there with my family it's just I didn't know how to like process that had no idea yeah and sometimes still don't like except for when I talk to people like yeah. that's the thing is like if somebody asks me questions about it, I'll go all day long, but I can't do it by myself. It's like the weirdest thing. Like I was telling my therapist too, like that feels like there's this wall every time I go to talk about this by myself. And I don't know how to break that down because I can cry with you. I can cry with like people that are close with me. Like, well, you obviously are close with me, but like, I <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, but I can't do it on my own. I can't just sit there and be like, okay, Justin, you are going to cry right now. Yeah. I can't do it. And it's, it's, it's so weird, um, working on that. But anyway, yeah, I, the whole funeral thing was just super Holy weird. Shit. Yeah. It was odd. Cool. I actually did the, <laughs> the biggest Irish goodbye I could ever do like that day. There? Too. Oh yeah. Cause like <laughs> they were just ending the service or whatever. And then I just like full on Hulk rage mode. I just like go out to my car and it, cause it was in Napa Valley four hours away from here. Mm-hmm. Drove all the way back home. Like, everybody's texting me and calling me, like, where did you go? And it's just like, just leave me the fuck alone right yeah. now. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. So, and I got back here, and I was just like, went to the beach and just sat there. I'm like, what do you do? Like, how do you... Because a part of me died that day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's that's what I think is really hard to get... Not get... I don't, I don't even know how to process that, but it's like, I haven't felt whole in a while because of that. Cause it's like, again, you lose your best friend, like your biggest supporter. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And what they are doing? a piece of us too. Yeah. Like, like it, they're, they're, yeah, I see photos even before, um, pops passing and all that. And then like even a couple of friends, um, telling me like, you have a certain light that's, or shine that's not there anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like life has been, 
and life will just do that to you too. And yeah. like you can maintain as best you can and all that stuff and, and look like you're doing good. But people who have gone through things, they'll see it and they'll, they'll know mm-hmm. like, yeah, some of that shine isn't there. It's still, I mean, you still have that, sh- that shine and, and all that stuff, but part of it's gone <clears throat> Yeah, and that's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. but it really shows you like your life has just been, it's been worn down a, a wee bit and yeah. And for us, like losing our dads, like shoot, especially people who are our best friends and someone we spend so much time with, that's that's real toughy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like so with your you're like mentioning the shine <laughs> and all that stuff. Like, how did you start trying to get back to that place of being like, okay, this is I'll try to attempt to be text the shiny text <clears throat> and not the just worn down version or like, how was that process like for you? Dude, it was so wild. Uh, in the first year, first like seven months were like, I'm, I've just really kind of started feeling back to my normal ish self the past like five months. Mm -hmm. Um, but like immediately when I, when I found out that died passed, like it was during COVID time, like heavy and, um, dad went to the hospital. I came back up here. My whole family had COVID, so I couldn't go see him or anything like that. Um, I remember him calling me and saying, you know, everything's going to be fine. Uh, don't, uh, he said, you shouldn't panic because I, like when I found out and he had, he had called me when I was down in LA and, and this is the first time I've ever heard dad say I'm nervous. Oh, wow. Oh shit. So I was like, oh, man, dad's been through a lot in life. So um, to hear that and, and just like be like really honest about that yeah, uh, really scared me. So, you know, I, I booked a play, uh, flight that night. I came up here. Um, my buddy, uh, Marco, he was like, here, I got you on a hotel room. Um, stayed there. Couldn't see my family. They were mm. all like super, super sick and wouldn't let me around them. Yeah, uh, my aunt was in the hospital too, mm. and uh, and and dad was going through it and had severe pneumonia, and so he got to a point where he was able to call me. I missed one call like just ten minutes before that. Yeah, and I started really panicking, and then he uh, then I called him back, and and he was able to be on the phone. Um, and he's like, uh, everything's gonna be fine. Uh, you can't panic. And then uh, he's like, go back down to L.A. And then his last text was, was uh, be safe. I love you, boy. Um, hmm. And, you know, I said, I love you, too. And I texted him when I got down there. Uh, he didn't respond because, he, you know, he was only allowed to be um, on his phone a little bit and, and off that, the ventilator or whatever machine that they had him on. Yeah. And uh, now I talked to my aunt, talked to my mom. And I told, I remember t- telling Tony, I'm like, yeah, like, gosh, that guy's been through a lot. He went through shingles like 11 times. Holy crap. In eight years. Holy crap. Um, you know, and shingles are brutal. Mm-hmm. People who have had it or have seen it, like, he, he would have it on his uh, legs. I think he got it on his neck one time. But it would look like like a camel spider had just bitten you and oh, your geez. leg is like rotting off. Whoa. Looked really, really bad. And he... um so he had been through a lot and he was a big guy. I mean, it's hard for me to kind of 
like realize that because I grew up with him mm-hmm. in my life. So it's yeah. like, I'm so used to that. Yeah. But then when I see photos of, of me with him and then him around other people and even him over dwarfing Tony, yeah, it is insane. And to think that like that he was a 380 pound six foot six, like bear of a, of a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and he always told me like big guys don't, don't live long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get back down there. I tell Tony, I'm like, fuck that. I don't know how he's going to do it. I feel like he's going to live till, till he's like a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I couldn't fall asleep until 12 passed out. And my mom called me at like two and was, was like, are you sitting down? Told me the whole bit. I remember crying like hysterically for a little bit and then, uh, getting in my car and just driving all the way back, packed up all my stuff and all my all my clothes, and um, drove twelve, almost fourteen hours. Yeah, to get here, just like, and I'm del- I'm surprised I made it up here because I couldn't hardly see. My eyes were burning from crying so much. Like, yeah, and then I saw Dad um, the next day at the at the uh, place. They they made his body look like mm, um, the mortuary. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah. So, um, got to say goodbye. My mom and his wedding song. We're playing the the instrumental. Oh damn! Um, because you loved me by Celine Dion, Great and song. yeah, and I told my mom I was like, "Mom, it's your song." And because she was like, "Thank you for loving me," and um, I said, "It's your song." She's like, "What?" And I was like, "It's your song." What song? And I said, "Your wedding song." Mm. And uh, we, we just started bawling. It was very symbolic. Yeah. And uh, um, Mark, who he works over there and he was the one who took care of dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he like, he just made him look so, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like, that was the first time I've ever seen like a lifeless body. And, mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, it gets kind of like, I'm like, okay, what would dad do? Uh, he, when he found out that his hero died, um, he went right back to work. Mm-hmm. So I tried, uh, and I like started posting again. Like five days later, I posted about Dad's passing on the eighth. He passed on the fifth, um, and it was really, really, Jude. It was just so crazy. I felt like, I mean, I was kind of there, but I wasn't. It was yeah. a diff- I was not me. And then I met Aaliyah on September fifth, mm-hmm. and really dove into that relationship and, and those four kids and. Um, it was. It's kind of crazy, like how much they've been a part of, how much they've meant to me, me in my life, and um, how much kids can really like soften loss. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it didn't. It wasn't till like pretty recently that I started feeling a lot more like level-headed, mm-hmm. um, going through the loss and all that stuff. But yeah, I just kind of really reminded myself of what Dad would do, and and some of the conversations that we had about what would happen if he passed and, um, just, you have to keep going. And, uh, it, yeah, I don't, it doesn't matter who you lose in your life. Like I I would have never expected to feel that or the pain that I feel now, even still around that. Yeah. Um, like I lost a few friends when one got murdered, two Mm -hmm. of them passed a year later on the exact date. And then Rex had taken his life. So it was like, wow, this is what loss is like, but there's nothing, like losing uh, a dad. Right. Damn, dude. <laughs> That's brutal. 
Yeah, that's just like it takes so long to just feel semi decent. Yeah. Again. And like luckily we have people in our lives that like have a lot of grace for us because like when 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 my dad like I remember like when we went to go to see him because my stepmom was like, "Hey, like as you were like talking and just you just finished and just all this stuff started flooding back. I remember now because like I just compart what is it compartmented them all? Yeah, Compart- yeah, just like yeah, just like just totally hit it away. I was just saying that I won't try to use big words. New words, <laughs> new words. Yeah, that's what we learn here. Um, like she let us know like, hey, this is going on or whatever. And like I was the one in my family because my dad had diabetes. My dad yeah. like um had like kidney failure and all this other stuff going on. He had to be on dialysis, dialysis and stuff. And his di- his diabetes got to the point where um he got gangrene. And so he was losing limbs and like oh, losing man. like all this stuff. So you like, this is why like when I'm working out and stuff, like I'm always remembering this stuff because we told him for years, like if you don't take care of yourself, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And so I had to watch him for years slowly waste away. Like he'd lose a couple toes. He'd lose like parts of his fingers and he could barely play guitar anymore. And like guitar was his thing. But when like I went down for every surgery that he had to get to try to make him healthy and stuff like that. And he was always told if you just eat better, if you just work out a little bit, if you just do something, it will help you. And like, I firmly like believe he could have reversed his diabetes because it's like, I mean, if you fast and you like treat yourself well and like you do all this stuff, like you can reverse it. Um, but he didn't do any of that stuff. It was like that. It was a constant slap in the face every time I saw him. Even though we had a lot of fun and everything, it was a constant slap in the face of like I'm not choosing you guys. I'm choosing my selfishness. And it was like, dude, you have a whole family that loves you, and yeah. you're still choosing this. Like, are you kidding me? And then, like, when everything happened, like when he passed, like. He was in the, uh, the ICU and me and my brothers went in and like I held his hand because like I, we did this thing every time he went to a surgery, we just ha- like held hands beforehand, beforehand, and like held hands before, <laughs> uh, we held hands and like, he would just like look at me. Like he, there's this look that like, he'd just look up and down at me and just go, hmm. And I'm like, like every time he went to a surgery. It was, and I think he knew, like, he was getting closer and closer. Yeah. And I I think I knew it, too, because we were so close. Like, out of everybody in my family, my brothers can suck it. Like, I went down and <laughs> saw my dad the most. Like, I talked to my dad the most. And it was just, like, one of those things of, like, okay, you could tell he's just approving what I've been doing. Yeah. And he's, like, you could tell he's feeling it. Because he got he just got miserable. And you could tell he just, like, the moment that he chose, like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm done trying to like be healthy and trying You're to do it. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. He's, and so the night that he, like he passed, like we were in the, uh, the ICU and I went and held his hand and it was just like, I don't know what I was expecting, but he had like tubes in his mouth and all this stuff. And he was just like on all these machines and shit. And I'm just like, I could feel he wasn't there, even though he was, his body was alive. Like, and then, um, I mean, you know, like I believe in God and all that stuff. And so I like, I, um, I held his hand and while I was holding his hand. I just like had this crazy weird vision of, um, fuck of like, it was just like all white and everything. Like I couldn't, there's just him 
And he was like, it was like in the movies that you see where he's like looking off in the distance. But he was like super healthy. He wasn't mm. fat or anything. He was like, he looked so healthy and whole. And then he turned around and then came up to me in this vision. And then he like kissed me on the forehead. And then he just like looked up and down and went, hmm. and then turned around and just like walked away and disappeared. And then I was like, I told my brother, I was like, I think we need to go. He's like, okay. And so we went downstairs and talked to my cousins and stuff. And then we left and then got the call like, oh, he passed. Yeah. And I was like, I think that was God kind of showing me like, hey, he's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucked. I was like, I remember like that day too. It was like, I never want to do that to my family. And that's why I tell you, it's like, I want to go hard in the gym and all that. So I don't ever want to be in that position of like, I know I could choose better for the people that I love in my life. And I want to do that thing. I don't want to just shit on everybody and be like, cause it's a, it's such a selfish thing that. Yeah. Oh man. Oh fuck. I'm the anime crying over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's just like, I don't ever want to do that to my family, my future family. I don't want to do that to my future wife. Like, and I'm thinking about that when we're working out and stuff. It's like, I'm not just doing this for me. Great. Yeah. But I'm doing this. Like, I even tell like, I don't care if this is too much, but like, I even tell my future wife in my spirit, I'm like, this is for you. I don't know you yet, but this is for you. Like, I want you to have me for as long as you can. Yeah. And same thing with my future kids. I always like, if I have them, like, just uh, tell them too in my spirit, like, this is for you. Like, I'm doing this for you, not only for me, like, whatever. But it's like, I really do think that you need more motivation beyond like yourself because it's like, you're here to bless people. Yeah. Like in everything that you do, like the things that we do, like the talents that we have and stuff like that. Like, yeah, we could selfishly be like, oh, we're going to process. We're going to yeah. do like all this <laughs> stuff. But it's like, I believe that we were given these gifts and these talents to bless other people. It's to make people laugh, to bring like joy to people, to make people feel things like the, this right now, like make people realize like, hey, it's okay to like not be okay with yeah. Yeah. even like my, my dad was like four years ago or whatever. And it's still like, I don't know. It's still weird to think about and attempt to heal from because I think a part of it's like if I do just choose to like face it head on and just be like, all right, let's start healing from it. Like, I feel like that's it. Like that's, it's done. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to let go of that yet. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I lived in the chaos for a little bit of just, sadness and stuff and it's just what I've known not that I'm super sad now it's, it's just like it's just yeah I totally it's part of my identity yeah and so anyway I don't know yeah. I feel you there and um I've I was struggling with that but I, I I truly believe like we won't we will never stop grieving our our dads um, yeah in the sense of like like just like being like stunned yeah all the time um and that like the distance between those really 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 hard moments will kind of they'll they'll increase in space yeah but when they hit it's still gonna hit pretty pretty hard um and i mean grief there was that andrew garfield clip and it was like 
fuck, it made me cry so hard oh, yeah. when he was like, grief is just unexpressed love. And yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, I never want to stop grieving. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I'm just so glad. And you know they'd be making fun of us too for yeah, crying. <laughs> Dad would hug me when I was crying. He's like, it's okay. Yeah. You could be a bitch. I'm here for you. <laughs> My dad would always call me a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> and then hug us. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, that, I, when I saw Andrew Gar- I think that was on the uh, Stephen Colbert show, like, where he, he said that. Dude, I paused that video and just bawled yeah. for so long. I was like, I've, that is the greatest way to put that. Yeah. And, like, oh, my God. Yeah, just... Part of me, like, with my situation, or not even a situation, it's just, like, with me, I so badly just, like, I wish, I mean, honestly, it's it's selfish, too, but I wish I could just, like, bitch slap him and be like, you selfish son of a bitch. Even though I know that's wrong, it's, it's that's the justice side of me, where yeah. I'm like, I just wanted you to see, like, you could have been around for my future kids. You yeah, could have been around yeah. for, like... And that's what I that's what I have to be careful about going into that mindset is like you could have been here for this because like we had a great time. And it's just well, this is what I wanted to get at is like not having a father now is like I think it's so crucial for dudes to have father figures in their lives. Like I believe in like spiritual fathers and just like fathers in general, but like because I still want somebody guiding me. Like yeah. I still want to be like you know, I'm 32, but it's like, I don't think you ever can stop like having, having the need for a dad. Yeah. And it's like, I know I need to find somebody that could be like my mentor that's in that caliber, but it's like, that's where I'm having a hard time right now is I don't want to put somebody in that position because I feel like I'll be like, okay, dad, it's time to move over now. Yeah. And it's, I know that's not true. But I I know for me personally, like I need somebody in my life that's a good, strong foundation that's much wiser than I am. Even though my dad was a horn dog and made some horrible decisions, like he was still a really good <laughs> dude. <laughs> my dad my my dad was like super Mexican, so he's he's very like oh I love he was very like like yeah, he 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 liked women a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, is there such thing? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know, man. <clears throat> yeah, I, and just, I, I think about that too sometimes. Of like, ah, fuck. You know, my uncle Rick, my oh my great uncle Rick, my dad's uncle, mm. uh, really really good guy. Oh, my whole family, I love all all of them. Um, they're really wise and then my dad was like super super wise but that it was that problem of like you know you you wish you would have gone to the hospital or just to get checked up more yeah you know that um, he had undiagnosed type 2 diabetes mm, yep that's so, not uh, something you could just like fight off no you know um, and his last month you know on earth was like 
my Uncle Rick noticed that when Dad would go out to the ranch. Because Dad went out to the ranch every single weekend for, yeah. like, the past eight years that we were here. Um, never missed a weekend. And he would go out there, work, chop firewood, fish. That's, I mean, the one thing I wish I would have done more with Dad was go out there more. Mm-hmm. I went out there with a lot with him, and we had so many truck ride conversations. Um, and I got to work with Dad a lot growing up because of the financial situation, and mm-hmm. that was a way that he got to spend time with us. Yeah. Um, and my Uncle Rick had noticed that Dad was, like, wasn't waking up for his, like, 5, five o'clock alarm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little sluggish outside. And, you know, it's anybody who, like, has worked with my dad, dad will outwork. He he would outwork anybody. Yeah. He would outwork my brother, who has a f- super fast metabolism, and he's a super hard worker. Anybody. And it, it was, we were always blown away because he was so freaking just a mammoth of a man. Mm-hmm. And and never never whine, never complain, and just would work all day. So it was, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Um, but, yeah, it was, you know wishing that he had gotten the the shingles uh shot taken care of mm-hmm. um going to the doctors more just to get checked up but he was so uh always put everybody else first yeah you know if if mom had a problem he wanted to make sure that you know he was taking care of her before him and all that and he always had this mask of invincibility mm-hmm. you know so that's like why I think about it a lot of when I told Tony, like, oh, he's going to live forever, because it felt like that. You know, yeah. it really felt like, like, holy shit, you know, dad's, dad's, uh, looks like he's pulling through this one. Like, how the fuck did he do that? And when mom was like showing me a video of him, like, you know, really, really going through it. And, um, I mean, dad, one time he had shingles and he was hallucinating. He's like, we're going to go to the horse races. And when he said that, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, like, I, we need, like we need. I don't know what we need to do. We need to get him to somewhere, and he wouldn't go to the hospital because St. Joseph, um, his his grandfather had died there, mm. and they thought he was going to be okay. And then he went back to the ranch, and then he um, then he had to go back, and he passed away. Oh jeez! Uh, and my dad passed at St. Joe's, so it's mm. that's been. You know, he was always so afraid to go get checked up, but you oh, know, he, ended, he ended his life. His life ended there. And um, I always kind of try to think about, okay, like for me, I need to get, like when I needed to get insurance, I'm like, I need to get this, mm-hmm. you know, and especially when I was with Aliyah and those kids and, and I'm still going to be in their life and I want to be in their lives as long as, as long as I can and as long yeah. as I'm destined to be here um, on, on, on this planet. So, it's something I think about a lot more was that mm-hmm. like he was so selfless, you know, maybe I should be a little more <laughs> selfish yeah. and, and, um, not spread my, myself so thin. Dad was there for everybody. And he mm-hmm. was a big part of so many people's lives. Yeah. And what was the love that m- the millions of people have on them for online was like, he was so much more in person. Yeah. And, he walked in, he walked into a room and, and everybody just felt so safe. Yeah. And that's the thing with someone who like a dangerous man, dad was like a dangerous man. Mm-hmm. He, he could rip you apart. Yeah. But he was so reserved and so wise mm-hmm. that he, he wouldn't and you felt safe because of that. Yeah. You know, and that's pretty fucking badass. And it's like, yeah. you know, his dad taught him the things, but that it was next level wisdom of, of my dad. He grew up, 
quick, really, really early on in his life. Um, and he was by far the wisest mm. of the entire family. And I'm like, like he was always there for me. And I always wondered like, who the hell is there for you? Yeah. There was a lot of things that he didn't tell me. And he told me, he would tell me when I was older and, and all mm. that stuff. And I, I often think about that. Like, what were those things? Like, uh, you know, I'm always going to wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just a lesson of like really getting yourself checked out and, and making sure everything's okay. Yeah. He ate way healthier than I did. Had like spinach in the morning, um, you know, was working out and all that stuff. So it was just when you like the type two, like was, was tough. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't treat that <laughs> stuff, man, it just like, it will eat you alive. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what my dad was. Just, that's when he ended up just getting completely destroyed from and stuff. So how old was he? He was like 57, something like that. It's young. Yeah, 57, 58, something like that. But I'm uh, sorry, Dad, I don't remember specifically. <laughs> we never really cared <laughs> for age in our family. But um, Pops was like 45. Oh, my God. He was young. Damn. Yeah. It's wild. Jeez, dude. That's, yeah. And his grandfather, uh, on my, on, on his dad's side was like 45, 44, you know, and my grandpa, I mean, I think my grandpa had like four or five siblings. My great uncle Rick was one of them. And I remember he and I had like a, a a heart to heart about that. And, Mm. um, it's so crazy because they told those kids like when they were 18, like you're going to die young. Mm. Um, you all have heart problems. You're going to die young. So it's like, they're, they've always been expecting that. Yeah. And my uncle is is still kicking, doing well and all that stuff. And, and I think it really hit him hard on a different level to see my dad um, uh, pass at a young age like mm-hmm. his dad did. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, and they were young too. Yeah. When, they, when, when their dad passed. Like my grandpa was like 18 I think and all his siblings were younger than him so he had to really step up huge too and wow. and it's really interesting to see like how these people grow from that and how they take care of those around them mm-hmm. when they're forced into that position of being the man of the house especially with that older generation yeah yeah it's I mean just on that whole like checking up and taking care <laughs> of yourself I mean I did everything like recently like Got my blood test done, mm-hmm. like especially after the panic attack and all that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Like I got like, everything no caffeine. done. Yeah, no caffeine, but like, oh, sorry, Tashina, I said I wasn't going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's good. Like I, I don't have diabetes. I'm not even in the range for it and stuff. And I'm just like, thanks God. Like that's just like the fucking worst. And it's so crazy so. to see your journey with with your body too. Like, yeah. Yeah, talking with Mike today, I felt super... Yeah, it was super encouraging (laughs) talking to Mike. He's like, fuck, dude, just even in the short amount of time since the last photo shoot, like, you look great. (laughs) Thanks, man, that Adonis... But when you cut your beard, I was like, okay, dude, calm down, okay? (laughs) Fucking, there's women on this app that I talk to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm stoked, like, with that whole thing, is because it's like... Like, part of me, like, thanks my dad for, like, being a bad example... Yeah, <laughs> with that because then I'm like, okay, it's time to buck up and yeah. like, get that under control and stuff. So, and you have, man, I mean, and you you still are like, you, 
it's insane. Like you would look yeah. like a different person. Yeah, it's nuts. No, I'm I'm stoked to be like doing all this stuff. You'd be like Zack Snyder here pretty soon. <laughs> Zack Snyder. <laughs> I want to be Zack all Snyder. Fucking ripped and tattooed Dude, out. Dude, I'm so down for that. But yeah, man. Like I don't know. Um, My therapist had said uh, she was like, "We have an opportunity to break certain cycles that." Mm-hmm. And and she worded it really really well to heal. Yeah, you know some of the shit that our, our ancestors have gone through. Yeah, and by doing what you're doing with with your body and, and taking care of your health and uh, stuff, you're you're healing that. Yeah, from what your your dad and and what possibly um, you know his dad did. You know what I mean? Like, it was literally like that. Too. Yeah. Like that's it, funny that you mentioned that. It's literally how my grandpa died. Wow. Same exact thing. Like lost his leg. Like everything oh, just to gangrene because of diabetes. Yeah. Um, same exact thing. But I was talking with my aunt about this, like, um, I think I kind of mentioned it in the last episode or whatever, but like, um, just talking about breaking up. Well, I, I call it breaking up generational curses. Yeah. Um, because that's how every guy in my family on my dad's side was and is, is like, you don't talk about anything. You just eat and don't give a shit about your health at all whatsoever and stuff. And we're, I'm just, there's a, there's a lot of things that have gone through the Grimaldo yeah. guy side, like lots of eat infidelity, when eat when you can, like eat as much everything. As you can. Exactly. It's like every man for himself when yeah. it comes to eating and all that. I'm like, okay, my brothers are trying for sure. I love you guys, but I want to be the one that's, and I'm kind of taking it upon myself of like, okay, I will be the Grimaldo that's like going to make the difference in this generational curse because my aunt was like, this has gone on in your family for ever. Mm-hmm. She's like, even back before, you know, we came to California and all that stuff. Like it's happened for a long time. I'm like, Oh shit, this is a thing. And she's like, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. She's like, it's just funny to me how like it's gone from generation of Grimaldo to generation of Grimaldo. And no one has yet to stop that. To, yeah. Stopped it. And I'm like, Okay, well, I'll do it. It's a pain in the ass. Absolutely. I would love to be drinking fucking coffee all the time. I'd love yeah. to be eating like... So much food. So much food and stuff like that. But like now that I've trained, started training my body of like, okay, you eat at this time in the morning. This is what you have. And you eat this chicken at lunch and then chicken at dinner. Yeah. Except for tonight. I'll admit, <laughs> I had an original chicken sandwich from Burger King. And what I'm did sorry. you feel like after? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> felt like you slept with an X. Yeah, I did. You know, yes, like, I did. I felt like I slept with an X. You had X in your mouth. It was not a good feeling. I would like that X to get out of my so mouth. So disgusted. Oh, no. There's several. I don't want it in my mouth anymore. Um, oh, my God. No. But, yeah, so it's just like, I, I think, like, as our father's sons, mm-hmm. Like we have a responsibility and a duty to all of manhood, yeah, and our manhoods, um, sponsored by Manscaped, um, <laughs> <laughs> to just like it's cheesy, but to be the difference in our generation. For sure. And I think that's a crucial thing. Is so our sons, if we have them, if they're all girls, then I'm going to kick them over a cliff. Um, no, I wouldn't do that. It's terrible. So sorry, trash. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my bad. Oh no, trash. <laughs> but like, we have a responsibility to be like the I I, I believe the the men of the household and stuff. Like, I yeah. I want to be a good example for my sons of like this is what it means to be a man. This is what it means to be a healthy man. Like, yeah. not only physically but mentally. Because the last generation didn't like my dad didn't give two shits about mental health and all that stuff. He didn't care about like getting counseling and all that stuff. He didn't care about any of that stuff, which that's just the older generation. Yeah. They were just like, 
all right, work hard and just yeah, do you the tough thing. it out, and it's yeah. like it makes you think like what? Like I said earlier, like who the fuck did my, my dad wasn't yeah, able to talk have? to anybody? You yeah, know what I mean, like, and he all he was a damn good actor in saying that he was fine, but mm-hmm. like there's so many there's a lot of things that I mean I won't get into publicly, but yeah. that my dad went through and it was awful and yeah. a hard time and like that you know that I'm like how how did you do that when you are coming into like you're taking care of two boys yeah that aren't yours biologically mm-hmm. one there's hardly any people that would do that and right. stay and mm-hmm. and go through the things that he's gone through and and then you're taking care of your wife and you've made this vow and all that stuff and I think it's like he, he he made this commitment, and he was so about integrity mm. that he was up very much of the mindset of staying positive and having a good perspective, and then being at ease and peace with that decision that he made. Yeah, <clears throat> and I really believe. I, sometimes I would like get mad at him, and I'd be like, "How the fuck do you stay so positive all the time? Yeah. Like, like it makes me angry. <laughs> like it really makes me like." Like, I want to, like, pull your beard, Dad. Like, <laughs> get over here. Now give me a hug. I love you. You know, like, yeah. and I would just be like, man, like, how? And he's like, you just do. I'm mm. like, well, fucking teach me the, what books are you reading? Because yeah. like, I haven't seen you read a book, in, like, ever. Yeah. You know, you just know this shit. Like, what's going Who told you? Yeah. <laughs> who told you? <laughs> who told you? <laughs> Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> and it was just so wild. He just did it. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've kind of over the past, you know, of losing dad and then even dude, I mean, over the, this past, the past month has been horrible. I mean, second to yeah. losing dad, like it's been a really, really tough time. And like, yeah. talk about like almost rock bottom and on um, depression and kind of wondering in about your existence. Like it was, yeah. I'm there. I was there. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember thinking like, okay, you just got you just get up and you can't really think about it mm-hmm. in that moment and you do it and you realize, okay, I got past that. I woke up the next morning after Christmas yeah. and, you know, crying in my car, holding my fucking necklace that dad, dad's in. And, um, and that's something too. I like when I pray, I, I'm, I'm usually talking up to dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird. Cause it's like, you know, dad's, he's not a martyr, but like, mm-hmm he's like, I know he's out there and and sometimes I'm like, fuck, he's really looking after me right now. Like, um, teaching me the lessons that I need to be taught. And, um, I really, really, especially right when he had passed, there was like a bear that, that I had seen at the house a few times. Uh, it's pitch black. Mm -hmm. I turn on like the light, the motion sensor comes on the, this bear is at the, the front of my hood, oh, Jesus. PT cruiser, <laughs> and I'm like, oh fuck, yeah. like I'm gonna die right now. And uh, <laughs> it just like looked at me and walked off. <laughs> the next day, it's at the trailer, mm. and I remember taking a, a video of it mm-hmm. and getting like real up close and personal, and it didn't do anything. Right. And I'm like, man, there's no way, and I haven't seen that bear since. Wow. And it was really only during that time. Damn. And bears are a huge thing in my family my great-grandfather yeah. was like the bear hunter uh had 26 of them in a year oh. um dad dad hunted he, there was one bear that like dad was hunting for like six years mm-hmm. and i remember we went up into like a ravine 
and there was just a ton, like you couldn't see in there. Mm. It was like so much brush and everything, and you just hear, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God. And some oh, rough, wrestling. Yeah. And dad's like, he looks over me, and he's like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> and uh, we backed up and, and left, and uh, <laughs> dad, dad was trying to get that bear for a long time, and um, and then he himself was a, fu- he was just a, he was a bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it reminds me. Yeah. When I, so when he and I, when he and I started doing the TikToks together, like my uh, first video was like, uh, you know, people ask me all the time what it's like living with a, uh, w- with a gay dad. Yeah. And I was like, uh, and he looks up at me and yeah. doesn't say anything at all in the entire video. And that said everything. And uh, I'm like, it's pretty cool. He's just a big old gay cuddly teddy bear, <laughs> and, uh, and and well, our first five thousand followers were were uh, gay men. Yeah, and and big, 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 <laughs> big guys. Old, yeah, and I found out that bear is a community uh, word for in in the gay community. It's yeah, big, it's for those big fellas with beards and you know they're great big hunt. You know, like fucking Paul Bunyan looking dudes. <laughs> yep. Who are, very very like best hugs out there and <laughs> best beards out there too like <laughs> so um i'm still friends with a couple of them big mike <laughs> literally big mike, big nice. mike and That's brian so good um and uh yeah, it was just so it, i've always said gentle giant and mm-hmm. i've always said uh a bear yeah you know yeah <laughs> and the pendant that i have is is a bear with with dad's ashes mm-hmm. um Geronimo has one, my and my brother has one too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and Geronimo is like dad's other son. Yeah. He, well, he never had any of us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he had three three sons. That that's a that's like I love that about your dad though is he chose you guys. Yeah, yeah. Like you know how powerful that is the, the power cool. of a choice. Yeah, like that's insane. It's pretty crazy. I love that. And people didn't people would have never known had I not said it. Yeah. Either. Like you would have never. I didn't yes, know. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I he was, well, I also thought your dad was like legitimately gay, and it wasn't until like <laughs> it wasn't until after he passed. Oh sorry, John. Uh, but like, it wasn't until like after he passed, where it like dawned on me, like because it was something with you and I were talking, and then like I was like, I, I actually talked to Danielle about it. I was like. I don't think his dad, because we thought he was gay the entire because you kept saying big old (laughs) cuddly uh, teddy bear and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's, and then like I remember thinking too that he lived with your mom. That's really cool that you guys like do that together (laughs) and stuff. And then it wasn't until like recently where I was like, oh, Oh. he's not gay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) But yeah, man. There was a couple men who were pretty upset. It was, it was, it was so insane. Some of the DMs that we got. Yeah. Bro, I can't. Like, Were they like or, super some, raunchy? Some of the comments. Oh my god, the raunchiest. They're just so straightforward. <laughs> Look, gay men are very straightforward. Yeah. I have a lot of gay friends, and, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they they are straightforward. They they don't they do not give a fuck. They and, are straight gay men. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. There was a there was a, um, and he would do the coolest things, man. Like. Like we just growing up, um, you had Emma, our neighbor, who he would go over there and, and she was just this little girl, four years old, and she would paint dad's nails. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, and, and they have a picture she had sent me, and it was just super, super cool. Dad was just so like chill. 
and he was a giver and he was a lover. He was like, a giver he and was, a lover. Yeah, he and loved then, that. Like yeah. you would not f- ever fuck with him either. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he fucked the love out of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, pin you against the wall. You're gonna find out that I have a hard spot too. <laughs> that came out wrong. <laughs> and I got my humor from him. Like yeah. that was like we. Uh, Dad was way funnier than me. Way funnier, and I always said like he was he was the star of like Tex and John, mm-hmm. and I was just happy to be a part of the thing and like <laughs> write that and yeah. and and like share the world, share him to the world. Yeah, and, um, yeah, that was fun. I loved watching those was, things. It's so much fun. I love watching those TikToks and like that last. I mean that those eight months were having looked back back on it. It was like very like very very bittersweet and. Mm-hmm. You know, even got through things that I, like problems that I had with my mom mm-hmm. uh, that I had h- held on to for s- so many years, and and uh, and then even their relationship was like was getting just to a much much better place. Yeah, um, Dad believed in my mom, mm-hmm. and he never he always said keep going, mm-hmm. and now she's doing great. Yeah, you know, so it's That's and amazing. Johnny, and um, it's really really cool to see like. He just believed in everybody so much, yeah. and believed in Geronimo, like Geronimo with local woman and, and the, the the tree stuff. Like, like he he believed in him, and he mentored him, and he gave up so much of his time, yeah, uh, to be that for him. Damn. Um, on top of everything else, he was doing for so many others, and I I still get like DMs from people about um, stories that they had either with dad in elementary school. Um, which is nuts. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Oh my God. Going to high school with him. Um, uh, you know, meeting him here, seeing him around and being afraid to go and talk to him. <laughs> oh, man. Is he, was he big like his entire life? Was he just a big dude? Okay. Yeah, he was a big guy. Everybody felt like safe around him. Yeah. Like, he was the biggest 12 year old. Yeah. Um, and uh, and a big, a gigantic four year old. <laughs> I got saw a photo of him, and uh, it was like him sad, like like a pouty face. Yeah, I'm like fuck that guy. Like that's a that's an eight year old. Like no, that's a four year old. I'm like I am so sorry, Grandma. <laughs> like holy shit. And and that and the whole like none of the family members are are big. Yeah. So it's, it's like him. God is like here is some Viking DNA. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like, there you there you go. It's, we skipped a few generations. Oh, and, uh, yeah, he, he just comes out of the womb like, "Hey, mom, I'm hey, ready. Let's mama. go, <laughs> mommy, mommy." Like, he told me he like drove a tractor at five, and I believe it. <laughs> I and, believe not that. like one of those like uh, you know I walked to school in snow stories that yeah. every old person gives us, but like, <laughs> you know. but his I mean his dad was like you know grandpa. Uh, when they worked, they worked, and Dad mm-hmm. would put like huge pack, you know, packs of uh, of uh, carpet mm-hmm. on him, and, and walk up those stairs, uh, 120 pounds at like six years old, picking that shit up, like it, just insane. Yeah, what a beast! Dad was really, really strong. I've seen him pick up an engine, a truck engine before, <laughs> like out of the fucking thing, oh my and. God. Uh, it, like that was just so wild. He was so strong. <laughs> uh, I remember telling him, uh, "I'm the strongest in the family. I'm the strongest one in this family." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, really?" He's like, "Get this 55 gallon drum of like oil or whatever out of the truck." Mm-hmm. I tried to grab it. I didn't even move it. My back goes out. Oh, and I'm like, no. <laughs> it, it was so 
perfect timing yeah. for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god! So it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it didn't work out. But oh, that, it was like having having all that stuff. And, um, you know, I can find I like I don't look back at those videos often because mm-hmm. I find myself completely crying and, and oh, just yeah. torn. But um, when I do, it's like really, really cool to see some of those memories or, or some of the videos that were just like, it's almost as if he knew his time was coming and he, and he said these things Yeah. because I look back on it now and it's like one of his videos where he said, uh, broken hearts suck, but time heals everything. Um, and the big, big part he said after that was people can help, but they can't do it for you. Mm. And it's, mm. I listened to that when, uh, when Ali had broken up with me, like so mm. many fucking times the next couple of weeks, because it's so true. Like you can have so many people around you, so many people who love you and, and are there for you and, and they'll pick up the phone, but you, you can feel so lonely at the same time. Yeah. And then you have to wonder, okay, wh- who, then it's really on me. Mm-hmm. And I, and I have to take the steps and get out of this, this funk that I'm in. Yeah. And, um, yeah, because I think about I've thought about that a lot lately, and it's been put into words like so eloquently. Like you can still feel so lonely. Yeah, and there's so many people like Robin Williams. Yeah, best example. Like everybody loved him. Yeah, and he still lost lost his suicide. And like, and then there are people who don't have anybody. Right, and they get through it. Um, so it's just, yeah, I think like some of those pieces that he had said. Um, so glad I had that podcast with him, man. Like, yeah. To be able to hear his laugh in, in the natural setting, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I watched those a couple times just to, like, because I never got to meet him. And so, yeah. like, like, I watched those videos quite a few times because it was just, like, he seemed so sweet and so loving yeah. in, in those videos and stuff, like, with you. And, like, when he was, like, just talking about, like, he, I think he actually said it in the podcast, too, about the broken heart stuff. Yeah. And I'm just, like listening to that and you could tell like his intention with it was just so pure yeah. and just so kind and I'm like dude it made me start fucking yeah. I was just like <laughs> I mean I loved my dad but my god like he was so sweet yeah. in that like cuz he you could tell he cared about yeah. you so much in that moment cuz and it's just like you could feel the love radiate off of when he talked to you in those videos and it was just Super sweet and super nice. Like I, he's, he wasn't even my dad, but I'll watch him just to like hear a father say that. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, like it's that pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people will be like, yeah, uh, he, and you know, I know, or I'll get messages like, I didn't have a dad, so that's how I saw him. And yeah, uh, a lot of people like so the videos will still go viral in different places, and and like people from Russia will hit me up and say like, your dad is an example. Yeah, out here. Wow. And, uh, it's so it's so wild, man. Like to to think that, and it's so true. Like like he was always kind of afraid to uh, be known. Yeah. And he, uh, I remember when we first started like growing big. Um, he had texted mom, and he was like, "This was what I was afraid of." Mm-hmm. And I'll never really understand. I don't like I don't understand it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that spotlight on him and everybody loving him. Um, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a tricky thing. Like I'm, I'm very curious as to why he, f- he felt that way. Um, hmm. he meant a lot to so many people and yeah. still does. I mean, I still get so many messages about dad and, um, what he meant to people. And like, even, even a friend who like 
only got to meet him a couple times and he just like said like you doing okay and she kind of bullshitted him and he's like no like yeah. what's up and uh and she just like started spilling to him wow. and he had kind of had that presence over people and yeah i think he, he had gone through so much in life and then he was at the same time an old soul yeah and you just felt safe around him <clears throat> yeah. and that type of perspective like when you get hurt and you're get torn <clears throat> you have like two choices and one of them is to is to close that off to close yourself off to people yeah or to let that tear of your heart open up for more mm. and it grows as that as a muscle and dad like that was his heart had grown over mm -hmm. the years and um and he always chose to to love yeah. people unless you fucked with him which you, I mean, I never heard about it. So. <laughs> but <laughs> and we haven't heard from those people since. But <laughs> <laughs> I remember one person told him at the Ace Hardware, "Sir, you need to put on a mask." And my dad just slapped him. <laughs> Wait, what? literally, yeah, he slapped. Him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the guy looked at him. What, what, why would you do that? And dad was like. She told me to fucking put on a mask, and uh, and the guy just walked out. Oh my God. <laughs> like it was, and like That's fuck, so dad, you gotta good. be careful. His brick hands kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I don't bruise anymore because of him roughhousing. Like, <laughs> oh I could totally see him doing that too. <laughs> yeah, and just like you know. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a freaking monster! Yeah, That's it, awesome. And he never drank, like ever. No, he didn't. Okay, yeah, he I mean, I, I've. Literally the the only times I've ever had like beer with him was at well once cutting firewood, mm -hmm. um, and then at Double A. Okay, yeah, yeah like wow. that's it. Damn, on my twenty first birthday, mm -hmm. and um, oh yeah, that photo, yeah. Um, and shortly, oh another time, and at Double A, and then uh, right before I left for L A was the last time I went with Dad there. Wow, and. Um, we have pictures all three times too, mm -hmm. so it was yeah. It was like he was just like it was just so crazy, um, and he could drink a lot too. When when we went there, like mm -hmm. I was like, hey, we need to take a picture of this hopper. It's a ninety six ounce uh, thing of beer, and <laughs> dad drank. <laughs> he fucking gulped yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Oh my god! <clears throat> Holy he shit! Still wasn't drunk. What? Yeah. So in in he's he, straight up Thor status. Oh literally, my god! Like he was like he was like well you know in high school I I got drunk a couple of times and woke up the next day my hands my hands were all bloody. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he said you remember being fucking terrified like oh <laughs> you just killed somebody and <laughs> he calls his friend man what happened and uh, his buddy was like dude you fucked the shit out of this tree up you fucked up this tree so bad he said that he, dad just fucking went off on a tree and bark bark was flying off of it <laughs> it was looking at me wrong like like could you imagine like oh my and God. so he was like no i don't i don't want to drink cuz if i get if i mean it takes a lot to get him drunk yeah like fucking handle whiskey but, you know like yeah like if you fuck somebody up like i can't imagine Wake up next day and your hands are <laughs> all bloody. Like, and you don't remember a thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, my God. Oh, that scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. Damn. But, yeah, as I am talking too much now, 
re- <laughs> you're good. No, I you're regret totally good. talking too much during those two podcasts too, because yeah. Dad was pretty silent in that. <laughs> he was always nervous in front of a camera. Yeah, yeah. No, he but he was that. fucking a good. Like some of those act. Some of those. Uh, I remember one time we improved. Like this guy was like, "I break in your house. What the fuck you gonna do about it, bitch?" Mm-hmm. And I, I stitched it and I said, "So, Mr. Kelly." He was just, he fell in here. <laughs> yeah. And dad literally went off on his own tangent. <laughs> and I, you could kind of hear my breath like laughing in the background yeah. because I've never seen him just go do that. Mm-hmm. It was just so wild. He's like, eh. and my, ba- my sign, Babe Ruth baseball, <laughs> struck him in the head. <laughs> and then he fell. There was some blood. So I slipped and fell on him. And, well, that was the end of him. And like, like, it was just like, you know, he, he started getting involved more in that creativity for the, the videos. Yeah. And, uh, and it showed, too. And, and uh, it was just so cool to see him go from, like, just a stare mm-hmm. of this boy, like, messing with him. And then to, like, actual um, dialogue back and forth and yeah. all that stuff. So, yeah, it was it would have been cool to have more podcasts on with him and. Yeah, but at least you have those ones. Like, yeah, that, that's really good to have. Yeah, that. and and there's so many people who don't, and there's a lot to be thankful yep. for. Damn. And for our dads, who one of the things I was thinking about was like, I I can't imagine what it would be like for dad recovering, mm-hmm. um, if he had gone through all that stuff. Like the the the, the pneumonia was horrible mm-hmm. on his lungs, from what the doctors has had, had said, and um. I like I see some people in the horror stories of them like not being able to fucking do anything um yeah, for years. Yeah. And it makes me think like, you know, dad had gone through so much in his life. Mm-hmm. He had done so much and his last year on earth was like was one that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And he did a lot and and um things were really really looking up and so I try to keep this like frame of perspective of, of positivity around like, you know, he's at peace now. Mm-hmm. He's probably up there fishing. Yeah. And that's the thing he loved to do. And he comes and checks on us every once in a while. And he's up there hanging out with his grandpa, his hero. And then mm-hmm. one day you and I will get the chance to do that. Yeah. Damn. Until then, we just gotta stop being bitches, <laughs> and we gotta, and, and we'll be that. Hopefully, that person to, yeah, somebody else. Like if we, if I could be half the guy my dad was mentally, mm-hmm. uh, I don't, yeah. I don't think I'll get there physically. I, I just won't <laughs> grow taller. I think you've kind of just kind of plateaued. <laughs> yeah, plateaued <yeah. laughs> but I, I'm like that'll be a damn good life to live. Yeah. Wow, we got so deep. I know. I don't think I've ever been that deep, and I've really tried to go I know, deep. I've never seen you like cry. I haven't cried in a while. In a long time, we needed that. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go home later and just start bawling. <laughs> 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 no, I just like, yeah, I um. Do you want kids? I do, because like, um, maybe we're gonna get even deeper. Uh, yeah. Yeah, where are we even at right now? I just want to make sure. I'm just, everybody that's still here, you're amazing, and you'll get a prize after you. Oh, we're fine. Um, 
Yeah, so I almost had one. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> one of my exes, this is getting legit, y'all. Um, one of my exes, uh, and this is going to tie in with the dad thing. Um, she got pregnant and freaked freaked out and stuff. But I was, I was at a really, really good job. And I was making like 30-something an hour and stuff like that. I was, I was killing Damn. it. Damn. It was like a while ago. Um, we had decided like we were going to keep it and stuff. And... I was super stoked. And so just, I was getting ready to be a dad. My heart was already in it because it was like my childhood was terrible. That's probably something, another whole nother episode. Um, lack of love, all that jazz. So I was like super stoked. Cause I'm like, okay, I will get to show this kid a ton of love or whatever. Yeah. And so a few months go by and then she just calls me out of the blue one day and she's like, Hey, we're okay now. What? And I'm like, what do you mean? And she was like, I didn't think we would be able to handle this. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she was like, Justin, like, we're fine. I'm like, and then it dawned on me. I'm like, you, sorry, women, you're not all bitches. I was like, you bitch. And yeah. I hung up on her because I realized like what happened and stuff. And then I talked fuck. to her later and she was just like, I think it was the best choice for the both of us to do this. And, and so it would make it hard on our lives and stuff. And I'm like, you, I'm not going to say that word in here, but like, yeah, it was the shittiest feeling of my entire life and stuff. Like, and I'm still reeling from that. It was a while ago, but it's still like, say you can have your opinion on that whole thing, but as some, as the other person in that situation that wasn't consulted about having an abortion, I was like ready to go, had money saved and ready. I was just ready to be a dad. So like, I want to be a dad for sure. And it's just like, and for it to be so sudden too, like that. yeah, it, it sucked. It was like it was horrible because I was like, and that was another thing. Like you know, that was something I didn't talk about for the longest time either. But I believe in being like vulnerable because like healing comes out of your vulnerability, not only for you but for other people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was so ready to be a dad and stuff, and that was going to be a lot of fun for me and stuff. But it was just like that got taken from me, and so there's part of that like thing too. I'm scared to have kids. Um. But I want to have kids because it's like I don't, I feel like that would heal that too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it's hard to explain that, but it's like I want to have kids just to maybe just kind of be like, haha, see, yeah. like yeah, I could have been an awesome dad to whoever that was going to be, and yeah, I don't know. I know that was heavy, but it's well, just even like, with the heart being in that in that place, like you will, yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's and that's I'm super stoked about having a kid one day because it's like, yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff to happen in my life, and so, I'm yeah, I'm scared about having kids, but I want to have kids. I think it'd be it'd be a lot of fun to be a dad because I want to be that dad that's like <laughs> the crazy dad that's like the I will support whatever the hell you yeah, want to do. Yeah, like do you want to pretend to be an astronaut for a while? Absolutely, I will take you to the camps. I will do all that stuff. Like you want to be a Jedi for quite some time? Absolutely, I will take yeah. you to the Jedi camps and all that stuff. But hell yeah, and you want to be a dad? Oh, of you course. Kids? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I th- I mean that's like I was so like okay with um, like Aaliyah has four kids. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting now, like even kind of unpacking what way like, with this breakup and all that stuff. Like, yeah. I'll never, I'll never, they'll always be able to call me mm-hmm. and always be able to talk. And I'll, like, even hanging out with Cora and Austin, 
mm-hmm. uh, to get ice cream and all that stuff. I'm always going to be here. Now, if when I have my own kids, yeah, like my own, and it's so weird to say my own because it's like, you know, you, you get in a position and you see like my why it's so hard right now is because like I know how my dad kind of felt now, like. Yeah. Like, fuck, you can't just, like, abandon these people. Like, you break up with somebody, you almost never talk to them again, or you block them, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Right. Like, I, I just can't morally do that. And I know a lot of people would, mm-hmm. for sure, mm-hmm. you know, with the way it ended and all that stuff. Um, but, you know, I, really, I, I love them. And the plus side is it's, like, they've given me perspective on on what that's going to be like, mm-hmm. you know? And I think when I have uh, kids or, I mean, if I find myself in a situation similar to that, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you never know. I'm never opposed to it. My, I mean, I, I believe like my dad did a hell of a good job and mm. he changed my life. Um, and he told Geronimo, like, cause Geronimo asked like, why did you stay uh, in, in their lives? And he said, I wanted to give them the chance that, uh, everybody else deserves mm-hmm. all those other kids. They got those. Wow. chances. So like it was so just honorable mm-hmm. and like, I want to do that and whether it's my blood or not. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. You know, one day like I'll be a lot more um, financially fit. Mm-hmm. I'll have my own house. The car will be paid off. I want to really stress about those things. Right. And that's something that's so important. Like, when you're picking a partner, you know, don't fucking go get married at 18 and, and because you're not even developed by right. that time. Yeah. You know, there's so many things you got to go live life, uh, have the partner travel with them mm-hmm. and then, and then snuggle on down and, and get busy with it. But yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I want to, I definitely know, um, I'm going to have that experience. Yeah. And, these kids will be part of that life too in some way, shape or form. Um, but I'll be able to be that, that parent again. Yeah. Um, and, and really f- experience that full on. Like Leah would tell me about, she's like, well, you know, just wait until we have our own, um, like you won't, like it'll be a completely different experience. Yeah. And like, I, I'm, I'm open to that, Mm-hmm. that idea I'm like I don't I can't imagine how like I Margo was one years old when I met her and she's she's over two now and mm-hmm. like I've known her over half her whole life like half her life and it's so crazy to see a little kid develop and then also you get close to to them when you have to fucking like change so many diapers <laughs> and you're so invested into this because yeah. you know they're gonna get rashes if they're if you fuck up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. they they depend on you. <laughs> yep, depend <laughs> on you. Yeah, <laughs> like, and so like on that note, it'll take. I'm gonna take a a, a break mm-hmm. from even the idea of kids for a little bit, but yeah. it's something I definitely want. Yeah, <clears throat> I think you make a good dad, and I think like yeah, I was thinking about this too. Is like I definitely want to adopt too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be really, really cool. That'd be badass. Um, I think that, like, because I, I have a lot of love to give and stuff, and so it's like, I'd really want to... Yeah. I'm so And love is love, yeah. man. It's yeah. like, like f- f- people who are blood-related hate each other. Yeah, yeah. I hate some of my own family. Yeah. I absolutely will admit that. So, yeah. yeah. And, but I love, like, 
Do you like you're my brother? I love my Ken. Like he's my brother too, yeah. and it's just like I, yeah, it's just my brothers. Fuck them. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I've always wanted to like adopt and stuff. I think that that's like uh, that's like huge on my heart is um, doing that, and um, I don't know what that's going to look like in the future. But you're right, like being financially a little bit more grounded and all that stuff before even getting. To that place, like um, it's so important, man. Yeah, it, no, it's huge. It's it like really is because yeah, you gotta make sure your house is in order before you yeah. start inviting people into it. And things so. can happen. Mm-hmm. Like my my dad was very uh, like well off when he first met my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a horrible like they didn't they weren't um, what's it financially stable uh, say uh, smart yeah yeah and. Then when the recession hit, like I remember dad getting the text that he had been laid off mm-hmm. um, and he was laying down like in the cupboard because he was grabbing some shit for, uh, to make chili. <laughs> and, um, I remember him reading that text and then putting his head down for a second, mm. sighing and then getting up mm-hmm. and making the chili that night. And it's so like, like, it, like vividly remember yeah. that. Um, that was like one of his best friends, at the, like a, a someone he was friends with, mm-hmm. who was his boss, and he was a superintendent of a really, really big concrete construction company. Mm-hmm. And then from there on, like barely making two hundred bucks a week, mm-hmm. and you have two kids, you know, wife, dog, and like it's like, okay, what are we gonna do? We're, like, who? What are we gonna spend the money on this week or, or today? Like the twenty dollar you know, 20 pound bag of pedigree dog food, or mm. are we going to get some of those $2 bags of chips? Um, yeah. Stock up on ramen, you know, things like that. And, um, remember one time dad had like, he made like 80 bucks and he was coming home and somehow these, these twenties fell out of his pocket. Mm. And I've never, I've only, I've never seen my dad really panic and he kept his cool for like really well in that moment. But like, looking back like wow that was he was fucked like he was like fuck you yeah. know and um we went in the neighborhood we found like all but one of those 20s mm. um i didn't know what a cash advance place was mm-hmm. but we went like so many weekends oh, or at the end of every week yeah um and that and i got to spend a lot of time with my dad and i'm really really grateful for like Brian Patterson who mm. like hired my dad to just like set up um, bounce houses and party party supplies for for people um because i got to spend like a a lot of time on the road delivering these these things to people (laughs) the fucking chairs and stuff and yeah um it was like a really like humbling experience to see that from dad's um from the son's point of view and then i can't even imagine what that was like for dad Mm mm-hmm because I think about that that with the, you know having been with Aaliyah and the kids and all that, and if I was in that situation, like yeah, I'd be. I can't even. It, it blows my mind. Yeah. Because I make, I'm much more financially set than Dad was mm-hmm. um, right now, and with the job that I'm doing, and it's not like a crazy ton of money either. Right. Like, so it just goes to show, like, wow. They, 
they did the best with what they could, and they didn't ever, dad and mom never really made an excuse either. Right. They worked so hard. So, um, yeah, that's the, that's the goal is to make sure I'm financially fit, have the house kind of paid off or very, very close and, and enough in the, in the bank for six to 12 months. Mm-hmm. If some shit were to hit the fan or yeah. in the world were to end and people don't really realize how lucky we have it today. Right. You know, with the millions of families that went homeless and, uh, you even like see pictures during the Great Depression of like lines outside mm-hmm. for just soup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, right. Like we always had a roof over our head, and we had our family, and and that's what all that's, that's all that mattered. Mm. Yeah. Shoot. So condoms, people. Yeah, your balls will thank you. <clears throat> your balls will thank you. <laughs> Brought to you by Manscaped. <laughs> oh my God, um, we probably need it. Wrap it up here because we're almost uh, three hours. Oh wow! Yeah, dang. Um, there's there's still so much to. There's just, so there's much. So much. I'm sorry, <laughs> I talk so much, man. This is Justin and friends, not. Well, just... you're the co-host now. You're yeah, allowed true, to talk. True. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's okay that you talked, and that's the thing is, sometimes you will talk forever. Sometimes I will talk forever. I know. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, I like listening to you. I don't. um no i'm yeah we'll just wrap it up um i'm stoked that we're doing this together for as long as we can yeah also names names yeah i'm just kidding wait names names for the podcast it's justin and friends oh no i almost said justin text Justin just text. Just, oh, just in text. Yeah. Oh my God. It's kind of like um, Michael Rosenbaum's "Inside <laughs> of You." Inside of you. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll continue to do yeah. this, and then content on YouTube and all that stuff. Yeah, this will just be kind of our like therapy on top of our therapy for the week, and yeah. we, we will talk about things that are happier. People like we're talking about having yeah, losing our dads. Beside, I mean, yeah, that oof. was a great way to start that. Um, but I think it was honestly. Yeah, I think it was. Next time we'll talk about the time I had to strangle a puppy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I put two uh, cat tails wow. inside of a hubcap and drove around in the car. Yes. No, no, I didn't. Oh, okay, I was gonna say <laughs> <gasps> no. Um, yeah, we we've talked about having like some business people on and stuff, and talk about like I think. Mike and Tashina would totally do it. I think yeah. they, should, I think oh, they yeah. should do it. People need to know Mike yes, and Tashina. Definitely. They're a ton of fun. Um, but no, thank you, dude, for doing this with me. It's yeah, nice actually you. having a partner in crime now because my last one left me, Chelsea. <laughs> God um, damn it. I have abandonment issues from a lot of things. Understandable. So, yeah, exactly. I've been left a lot at, at the altar on a podcast. Oh, uh, wait, what? Oh God! Oh, I thought you said oh, on my cock. Oh my lord! No, no, no. We definitely need to get that's headphones. That's next podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's the next one. Um, okay, that's and my horrible. my book. We got to get into that altar situation next. Time I know, too. right? <laughs> oh my God! Uh, my book recommendation for the week. I'm just doing this off the fly, off the cuff. Yeah. She comes first. Ooh, it's a good one. Is it like a yes? Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Every man should read this book. I didn't even read that. First. I just that's a, that's my mentality. So. <laughs> As it should be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like guys, I just want to say this. We'll probably talk about I want to have a sex therapist on here. Oh. You know how much fun that dude, would be? Yeah. That would be so much That'd fun. That'd be crazy fun. Um, but What's sex. 
What's that? I think that's when you put the um, bread. Your tongue in her mouth? Or Oh. No. It's not a cooking thing? Oh. <laughs> no, I think that's baking. <laughs> that's baking. Whoops, my bad. Uh, no, fellas, it's okay to not just get straight to it. It's all right to like spend the day with her. Yeah. Treat her like a queen. Yeah. Get her there emotionally. 1,000%. And then... And physically. And then physically, you take your time. Yeah. Don't until just it get, Until there. it gets to the point where they're selfish with with the lovemaking and yeah. it's just about them and their arrival to the final destination. Exactly. In the best way. So. Uh, make love, not war. Yeah. Don't be silly. I'm a lover, man. Wrap your willy. Gosh. Or get a vasectomy. <laughs> and, and, and wrap her down. Hunk her on down. Tell her <laughs> you're, you're the only one for her. Don't go polyamorous. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story for a different day. Drama. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, love you guys. Uh, is there anything you want to say before we end it? Bye. That's it? That's all you have to say? Oh. I okay, mean, after three hours, that. me in your ear, I feel like you guys are ready for a bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, bye. Don't forget to tip your waiters and your waitresses. Peace.